Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Experts, we're sitting upstairs at the Harrison Agents office right now, Flash, and you've turned the heater up to full bore. It is absolutely boiling here right now, Flash. What's... Well, it has been quite fresh, mate, if you haven't noticed the last few days. So you're better off keeping the heaters on than making it an ice block to work in. But it's a beautiful morning. It is a beautiful the morning. coming through here in Salamanca. It is a beautiful morning down here in Salamanca. Later this hour, though, we've got Premier Peter Gutman. He's going to join us and talk all things Tasmanian Sport Plus Daniel Garb to discuss the Socceroos draw with Saudi Arabia. But right now, Flash, we've got a man that is a big... Well, he's been a heavy hitter in Tasmanian Sport for a long time now, being involved in... AFL Tasmania finds himself currently as the CEO of Cricket Tasmania. That, of course, is Dom Baker. Dom, welcome to Jack and Flash and SEN Hobart. Thanks very much for having me, lads. Well, Dom, you must have woken up this morning. And I actually, well, uh, did you stay up and watch the T20 last night? Look, I'd love to say I did, Jack, but I'm an old man these days. So, no, I was I was in bed, but I got I did cop the highlights this morning, and uh, fantastic to see one Australia. Um, clean up Pakistan, but also to have Matty Wade as the man of the match and all boding well for our T20 season, which is on the uh, it's on the horizon, isn't it? It certainly is, and the BBL season is right around the corner, as you mentioned, and Matthew Wade's been yeah. a fantastic player for the Hobart Hurricanes for a long time now, so you must be absolutely wrapped from a cricketing CEO point of view that we, we, we're starting to build again nicely, the Hurricanes, and it's looking well, to Matthew, possibly yeah. be a big, big uh, summer for us. Yeah, well, Matthew's almost like a recruit for us too because uh, last year he played uh, a lot of white ball cricket for his country. There's no white ball cricket program through the BBL this year. Um, so having him play every game, and he's our captain as well, I, just seeing him in the dressing rooms, he lifts the group um, and, and leads the group so well. So, um, you know, really excited about having him for the whole tournament. And um, and he's in good nick, isn't he? So uh, couldn't ask for any better coming into the season. And it'll be an interesting season because uh, with the overseas, not, not having access to um, a lot of the overseas players this year because they've all got competing tournaments um, for their countries, means that you will be a lot more reliant on your on your local players. And uh, we think we've got the best crop, so it'll be good. Good morning, Dom. Flash here. Good to have you on the show, Hi, mate. Just touching on Wadey again for the minute, we need to focus on that and we've all watched his journey in national and international cricket the last 15 years. He came into a set-up early days with a, a cliff langer and a pain, got in the way and made his way to Victoria and won a 1,000 Shield finals over there. Didn't he, what? Piled on the runs, got his chance as a wicketkeeper batsman and then was completely ruled out in terms of international getting back into that team and then... He spent two years piling on runs in all forms. So for the Hurricanes, um, he did it for Tassie in the Shield and he did it in the one-day format. And then he banged down the door, got himself back in the Ashes, won a couple of shield, a couple hundreds over in England. And 
Found his way back in the T20 team. You can't kill him. He is resilient as they come, isn't he? <laughs> well, like, you know, both him and Payne are great stories because they've got similar, similar careers, really, in that respect. You know, both written off and both come back. And I think the, the Mark II versions of both those guys are, are so much um, built by that resilience. Uh, so... So they've got an attitude where they know that uh, their international careers could finish, uh, you know, at any time. So, so they're more relaxed about it. And you know, I think Jack, you would have seen no doubt with uh, footballers once they become confident, uh, athletes become confident and comfortable in their own skin. They're no longer threatened by whether they uh, whether they make the side or they don't. They end up being much better athletes for it. And Matthew and, and Tim are certainly great examples of that. Matthew in particular, who. I think when he came back to Tasmania, it was a, it was a pretty bold move because uh, to come back to Tassie as a batsman uh, and a bat in the top five at, at Blunston Arena, uh, where we know the ball nips around a fair bit, is, uh, you know, that's a pretty brave move. But I, it, was a, it was a brave move, but a good move because, you know, every hundred you make at Bell Reeve um, is, a, is a fantastic hundred. And I know in the eyes of the selectors, they go... You know, that's a big tick compared to getting 100 on a road maybe in Adelaide. So I, I think that actually also did him the world of good too. But um, it'd be great to get him back into our Shield squad as well. We won't see him until after Christmas, unfortunately. But, um, you know, he's uh, certainly, he, he and Tim are just, you know, they're, they're our heart and soul. They certainly are. And we're chatting with Don Baker here, the cricket Tasmania CEO. Don, before we chat Ashes and, and everything that's going on there and the moving beast it is, did you catch James Faulkner on the show Maybe probably six weeks ago, um, he certainly didn't miss many people at the Hurricanes. Well, not not many people. He certainly didn't miss the coach at the Hurricanes. Could you bring up the old wounds, just <laughs> refiring that game? What, what, did you did you catch that little episode? And, love it. and what did you think? Well, as a regular listener, of course I uh, of course I caught it, Jack. And, and look, I spoke to James before he um, he had the courtesy to ring me and tell me he was going to go. He was going to be uh, on the show. Uh, and, and look, I, I think James is entitled to uh, have his opinion on on the way things went. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that opinion, but um, but we want to. You know, I, I think it's important for him to be able to, to uh, voice that and and to move on. And he's still very much a uh, a friend of Tasmanian cricket. He's um, you know he'll always be part of our cricket family. Um, I've, I'm in regular contact with him. Um, and you know he, he moves on to a different part of his career, um, but he'll always have our support, um, no matter what he does. Would you welcome him back? Would you would you welcome him back with open arms if you decided to come back and play with the Hurricanes? Absolutely, mate. It, it, absolutely, the door is never closed for people like James, who have been great servants to Tasmanian cricket. And, um, and you know, I, I know in the background that there's uh, there's conversations going on. Um, to, to make sure that he feels like he can come back to our organisation. Uh, I don't know whether he will um, in the short term, but um, you know, it, it, we don't want him to be lost to Tasmanian cricket. He's a legend, James Faulkner. I'm sure that'll take care of itself, Jack, pub going too. forward. Good, good pub ship, he's. Very much so. I, the cricket's been pub, interesting yeah. <laughs> in Tassie at the moment, Dom. We're in the midst of a, a shield game. The weather hasn't been overly kind to us, but a super game of cricket at Bell Reeve, uh, Tasmania versus mm-hmm. South Australia. For those just joining us, having caught the score at 220 all out, South Australia, an amazing 100 to Henry Hunt from the Redbacks, and Freeman getting wickets, Siddle remarkable. Um, our, boy, our boy Sidzy. I've still got to challenge him to that bike ride up Mount Wellington while I'm down here too. Live broadcast yeah, well, good luck with that, mate, because uh, he's an absolute I've got him covered, Don. 
I've got him covered. I've had a look. I've had a look at a little. We've got an app together. I've got him covered. Oh, a couple of wickets. Right. Yeah, we, Dom. He thinks he's got everybody covered at everything, so I wouldn't take too much notice of. Talk about self-confidence, but look, a couple of wickets late last night wasn't ideal, but in a reasonable position, starting early again this morning, it is a significant game, one win, a draw and a loss from the three games, you you start to really mount a case to stay at the top end of the table with a maximum result here, don't you? Yeah, and look, we are, I think we're in the driving seat, um, despite losing those couple of uh, wickets late last night, would have been lovely to go into today's play with Ward or Wakem um, at the crease, but... Um, Laurie Nile-Smith, who's uh, become the, you know, the Tasmania's new all-rounder, um, alongside um, McDermott, who I reckon's just bursting to get some runs. So, and I did talk to him as he came off the ground yesterday, and he was, he was uh, saying the wicket is, is starting to really um, flatten out a bit. So, look, we're in the driving seat. I think if we could get through the first hour and a bit today with, some, with, a, with a decent partnership and then put our foot on the accelerator... There's still 200-plus overs in this game to go. Um, it'd be nice to bat for 100 of them and then give us our, ourselves 100 uh, overs to bowl the opposition out. And, and as you say, Flash, I think uh, that would put us pretty much near the top of the table uh, going into Christmas with one more shield game to play in Hobart too. So let's not forget that. That's another opportunity for us. Um, but, you know, how important is it to win games in the shield pre-Christmas? We know that. And every time we ha- we have, as a, as a state, we've... We've had a good result, so um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a particular fan of the red ball cricket, um, and I love seeing it back at Blunston Arena. And uh, so it was great to, unfortunately, get washed out the day one, really, but to, to watch some cricket yesterday was fantastic. Well, we speak about red ball cricket, and there's no higher standard red ball cricket than Australian Test cricket, and of course, the Ashes is just around the corner, and we, we've turned into becoming a, a big player in the push for the, the fifth test in Hobart. Where, where does it sit from your end of the point of view at the moment as CEO of, of Cricket Tasmania, Dom? Uh, well, look, I think the reality is that the the preference and the schedule says that the game will be Western Australia, and Cricket Australia will do everything they can to get that game played in Western Australia. What we're working on is being that, that viable alternative to Western Australia if the game's unable to be played there. Um, that's meant that you know we've uh, we've done a bit of work on the economics. Um, we know that that time of the year is a fantastic time of the year to be playing in Tassie. In the past, all our test matches have been pre-Christmas, um, and that's not great weather for us, as we as we know. We'd rather play after Christmas. Um, so look, we're, we're we're a really live alternative if the game can't go ahead in Perth, and I think really that's just going to come down to the Western Australian government. So I heard you've on the on the trailer. You've got Pete in. Um, Later on this morning too, and he's been yep. he's a big supporter. We've been we've been working with him on uh, you know on how to bring something together. But I think we've got a viable alternative we can put in front of Cricket Australia, and uh, I'd like to think if it doesn't go to Western Australia, it'll come to Tasmania. How, as a CEO of a sporting organisation, how much uh, promise does it fill you with when the Premier of the state comes in and and, and backs your organisation in so strongly to? to get an event like this? Oh, mate, look, it's... It, in Tasmania, your relationship with the government is so important, much more important than it probably is in other states um, because of the close proximity that you have to government and because of the lack of 
of uh, other corporate support in the community here. You've really got to have a strong relationship with government. And look, Peter has been fantastic, not just on this issue, but I'll rewind back 18 months um, to the start of COVID. We we sat down and had a really great conversation with him, not with our hand out, but just really painted a picture for him of what the dynamics of our business were like. Uh, and he took the time to understand that. Um, and he's worked with us on several things, getting the WBBL here, which is a major coup for Tasmania to have um, those 26 games played here. Um, not just great for the sport, but economically it was fantastic for the economy. Uh, he really understands that. And he knows that uh, I think for Tasmania and for the self-esteem of the state, having professional sport played here is so important and um, you know, invaluable as a sporting uh, administrator to have that um, to have that support, mate. So yeah, we're big fans of Peter. Uh, his access to him is excellent. You know, he's um, probably too good to be honest, because I think he he's compromises his own his own well-being sometimes for to, to allow all of us to get at him. But um, look, mate, he's doing a sterling job, and it is great support to have a premier that not just loves sport but is really keen on on using sport to get the economy clicking over as well. The romance in cricket, Dom, has uh, always been something very uh, important, very Ooh, symbolic. The heartstrings. Very much so. And, um, look, I don't think any of us know what Tim Payne's doing in the future, by the way. He might play for another two years. Who knows? But that potential to have a fifth test in Hobart, the crowds are going to come. Let's be clear about that before we move for yep. any forward. From north as well. Of course they're going to come. Everyone's coming. Yep. The fact that the skipper, Tim Payne, potentially holding the little urn as we walk down past the hill, pumping the fist. Jack will be there with the girls. <laughs> Everyone will be there. It sounds magnificent. That's my my daughter's it? flash, not the girls. My daughters will be there with me. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you have to get that sure, one mate. straight. Uh, oh, look, exactly. It's funny you say it. Like, cricket is a, is a sport that's got that kind of tradition and that, uh, you know, ironically, we play... South Australia at the moment after the passing of the great Keith Bradshaw, a great Tasmanian, and that's it's oh, funny yes, how it kind of brings these things up, doesn't it? Um, I wouldn't be writing Paney off though, just by the way. Either no. I think he'll, probably, he'll play he'll play a lot more cricket than what uh, than what some of the punters might think. But um, but look, it, it does certainly have a uh, has a certain romance about it, doesn't it? Uh, Payne leading. Uh, Australia out on Tadore Oval at the Bunster Arena with uh, the series tied two two. Um, and as you say, Flash, don't worry about the crowds because this could potentially be the biggest sporting occasion in Tasmania's history, really. I think, mm. you know, um, out of all the things that we've been lucky enough to do, like two AFL no finals last year was superb. But, I mean, an Ashes Test match, um, gee, it's, it's, it's probably as big as it gets in sport um, at the moment, isn't it? And Dom, quickly, we've got one off the text, and it's come from Tim. Um, Tim Payne, I'm going to out him straight away. He's told us to ask you, why do they call you CC? Uh, well, that's his name for me, is the confidence coach, because uh, when you join a sporting organisation, Jack, you've got to immerse yourself in it. And as you know, the big fella, Brendan, doesn't mind getting in the gym down there at uh, Punt Road. He loves getting on the green uh, stuff too, on the, on the grass. Yeah, so... Um, the turf, Flash, <laughs> come on. Yeah, well, yeah, Jesus. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't mind having a trouble with the bets, mate. And, uh, you know, I like to get a, a batsman that's out of form. And uh, so you jump into the show over here, son. And uh, I will roll a few seam-up mediums to you. And, uh, Beautiful. You know, and, and you can, you know, you just ply your trade. And the next thing you know, 
You know, they're informed young Dorsey, young uh, Greg's a great young fella, Jake Doran, a couple of years ago. Wasn't quite going as well as uh, as potentially he could have done. Just got him in the outside indoor net there and bowled a few to him, and he came out and got 64, and the next time I walked down to the nets, there was a queue of blokes there, uh, mate, just waiting to <laughs> get the fairy dust from the... Uh, the confidence coach. Very good, Dom. Well, thank you for joining us. Dom Baker, the cricket Tasmania CEO. We really appreciate it, mate. And, uh, watch this Pleasure, space boy. with the, uh, the Ashes test. Yeah, good on you, lads. Have a good day. Thank you, Dom. Up next, though, we'll be heading into the World Game Flash. Daniel mm. Garb will be joining us to wrap all things up from the Socceroos World Cup qualifier last night. This is Jack and Flash on SEN Hobart.